Well, welcome back, everybody, to I Don't Know About That. Gene, what do you think about that? I don't know about that. <laughs> I don't know you, much. Wayne? Wayne, do you know about that? Unfortunately, I never knew about that. <laughs> See? <laughs> I think that's obvious after listening to some of our previous episodes. We don't know nothing about nothing. <laughs> i tell you what. This has been a tsunami of bad news. Yeah. By the way, we are recording on, what is today? Uh, June 23rd. The 23rd. Last time we recorded was sometime in early February. And then the pandemic hit. Yes. Yeah. And then we closed the, the zombie offices. zombie apocalypse. <laughs> yes. Yes. In, yeah. golfer, in golfer's terms, can we get a mulligan for 2020? <laughs> <laughs> Jeez. Wow. So uh, back then, things were, we were, I think we were telling everybody that our crystal ball was a little bit cloudy, but we were really lamenting the fact that oil had dropped from 58 to 50. It dropped $8 a barrel before we started recording. Uh, what a disaster. This port went down to <laughs> minus 47. <laughs> yeah, one day of trading. <laughs> yeah. So yeah, um, a little different nowadays. Um, we're in a whole different market, whole different world. Uh, the world shut down during the uh, back then. We were calling it the coronavirus. Now it's just COVID. I think I've called it a few other things. Yes, and so have others. <laughs> and they've gotten in trouble for doing that. <laughs> and so I'm we're not, not going to get that. in trouble. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But just kind of get everybody back up to speed where we were. Um, like I said, bar- a barrel of oil had dropped all the way down to 50, and we are down to. Actually, it's up to 40 now. That's not bad. After right hitting now. a bottom yep. of jeans, as Jean said, it cut and down in the Where negatives. was the rig count back then? Uh, the rig count was just under 800. <laughs> wow. wow. We are down to right around 260, yes. I think. Somewhere around yeah. there. That, that'll hurt a pipe business. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, we talked a little bit about on the supply side about how spot prices in the pipe market actually were trending up back then. The mills order book, mill order books were were uh, very, very strong. The mills were flexing yeah. some of their muscle, the pipe mills, that is. Mills were running three shifts, full yep. out. Utilization uh, u- uh, u- utilization was up, yep. Yeah, healthy inventory levels. Weren't, there wasn't too much pipe on the ground. So uh, Nick's all of that. <laughs> wasn't that long ago. <laughs> yeah, everything has changed. <laughs> on the demand side, I think uh, the rig count was flat, but it was – so that's, I think, where we were a little bit more cloudy – I should say, um, at that time, we weren't really sure what budgets were looking like. Now, there are no budgets to drill wells, no. basically. So, so yeah, we've um, been through a quite a trying time in the last few months, and here we sit. <laughs> that wasn't that long ago. We are still here, and I'm thankful to be here, because uh, yes. if you don't have a friend in this industry that's lost their job, then you probably don't have any friends, unfortunately, because exactly. it's been horrible. Uh to a lot of a lot of people, a lot of folks, a lot of good folks, and a, a lot of families. So it's uh, hopefully we can get back on the right track, uh, maybe sometime next year. Because I don't think we're really looking for a recovery until then. I was going to ask you, Steve, what's your crystal ball? My crystal what's your ball, fuzzy crystal ball crystal look ball like is today? Pretty much broken. It's cracked yeah. and almost shattered. But uh, no, I think uh, I think what we're seeing uh, right now is probably what similar to what we can see for the rest of the year. Um, uh, the coronavirus has it has it. I'm not. Oh, COVID. Sorry, COVID, has had yeah. a significant impact. The economy shutting down on the uh, obviously on the uh, demand for oil and gas. And so, until we start to see get past uh, this pandemic, um, it's really hard to say what's going to happen. Which I don't think we're going to really get past this uh, anytime real soon. So, I don't really see demand recovering anytime uh, quickly. 
I think we might see some people put some rigs back to work in the latter part of the year, but I don't see a, I don't think it's going to be significant enough to really um, turn this business around. Yeah, there's just not enough factors out there that would indicate that this thing's going to turn around. And one thing you keep mentioning to us internally here, Steve, is uh, some of these guys are going to have to revalue. Uh, yeah. their properties and uh, their assets uh, toward the end of the year and that could be a uh, another downward uh, yeah I think depending of course I think a lot of the assets I understand were the, the valuations were done right when this thing got started um, so I think there could be actually there I think there could be a benefit to that because it's not quite as bad as it was um, right but still not very good right so. But no, it's it's a uh, it's I think from the standpoint of the pipe market, now we're in a situation of oversupply. Um, mills have shut down almost every mill. I can't think of a mill that hasn't um, been impacted greatly, not just by a little bit, but I think every almost every mill we deal with has either they've either shut down the part of their manufacturing capability or they've cut their staff down to one crew and or a skeleton crew and and whatnot. Yeah, we were looking uh, at statistics uh, back earlier in the year uh, where milk utilization was in the high 80s. Mm -hmm. uh, I think going forward for the next three months, we're going to see mill utilization dropping down in the 20-some-odd percentile that's, range. That's shocking. It is. I mean, yeah. to happen as quick as it did. Uh, I don't know if you call it a positive or not, but the mills reacted quicker than they have in the history of cycles of actually pulling a production down yeah and so that will give the uh the guys that are stocking like ourselves the ability to uh, pull our inventories down in a in a better manner than previous downturns yeah, yeah. which is good wayne wayne what about the import import situation i know it spiked a little bit now it seems it, to be it did spike gene because you know it's about a three to four month uh delay from the time that uh those those tons are ordered until they actually hit the docks over here and so now in the month of june toward the second half of the month we're starting to see that tail off uh and we'll see that tail off in july and august as well we saw the May and the April and the March start to come, uh, that came in pretty high on an average right. for those three months, and it was because that product was ordered back three to four months prior to each of those dates. And as Steve said, the outlook was decent at that time. Mm -hmm. So uh, the imports are going to slow down. Uh, they're in the process of doing that, and they're going to slow down. And I think from an inventory standpoint, everything that we have on the ground and the the guys that are bringing in import pipe, uh, you know, we're still looking at probably a seven or eight month inventory out there right now. Right. Uh, probably every bit of that. I mean, yeah. The, uh, yeah. If not more. The, the market size, you know, roughly speaking, of course, it's hard to pinpoint what the mar OCTG market is, but right now we're annualizing a market at somewhere on one and a half million tons of OCTG, where, you know, when the, before wow. this thing happened, we were pushing 4.5 to mm -hmm. 5 million tons yep. uh, a year huge so, difference yeah just uh, it's it's an enormous um, devastating it's, difference it's, it's yeah and and so from the inventory overhang standpoint I, yeah seven to eight months is it, yeah. it's every bit of that right I mean, it's a uh, i mean the problem is is that um 
you know, some some of those items that you bought for customers, those customers just shut down. There's nowhere to go with that pipe. I mean, it's there's the demand has absolutely been. Yeah, when you have a customer go from 13 drilling rigs down to one or zero, you yeah. can't stop the the flow. Yeah. yeah, especially if it's a specific item that oh, can't be used problem, yeah. with other customers. That's a really killer for, for yeah, and that's and that's what we're seeing. Yeah, I mean, it's a standardized items you shuffle around you try to figure out you know you're you're putting pipe wherever you can if you if you got somebody that's drilling a well but yeah the specialized items if it's not a standard item it's going to be sent on the ground probably for a long time yeah and one of the things you mentioned too steve about the reduction of people in the industry there's a lot of talent i mean outstanding talent yeah that no longer has jobs in this industry and we've seen companies uh, even ourselves downsize yeah and i th- i think we're probably close to to seeing that as as leveling out because people downsize fairly quickly but uh even recently we've had some uh vendors that have uh continued to downsize and it's it's devastating to the industry yeah that's 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 a good point and and i, I think from the end user standpoint another thing that's kind of scary is uh, you know we've seen some a lot of the downsizing in the end user side um it seems like i've seen we've seen it more on the supply side uh, than the demand side but one thing that we're seeing a lot of is a lot of companies that are in real financial distress uh, mm-hmm. because of these commodity prices. And so, you know, some of our, our some some customers that we have that have been very, very good, loyal customers, um, they might not be around uh, come this time next year, sadly. I mean, and that is sad. And and that coupled with there's there's certainly a push we were, we've talked about this before where it's been harder the capital markets have been more difficult for the oil and gas companies and that hasn't gotten any better mm-hmm. uh, i don't think um i shouldn't say it for unequivocally because i'm not a corporate finance guy but at least from our customer standpoint it doesn't seem like the capital markets are really opening up to oil and gas yet and no. if anything maybe trying to walk away from running it. yeah i mean and you're seeing a lot of, i mean it's interesting I'll, this is a little bit off side side subject but one of my we were talking about one of my favorite shows billions if anybody watched billions it's a great show or it was until they started attacking the oil and gas industry <laughs> on billions <laughs> haven't so, watched it well you don't need to watch it anymore but the, <laughs> the first few seasons were pretty darn good but i mean i guess my point being is that you've seen that even in pop culture yeah. where the all of a sudden the fossil fuel industry is is was it's almost like it's the uh, tobacco industry of the 70s mm-hmm. and 80s, yeah. <laughs> sadly enough. Well, and the problem with that is uh, there's a lot of misinformation out there about mm-hmm. the oil and gas industry. Oh, absolutely. Uh, I mean, I've got a grandson that's 10 years old, and he and I had a conversation about the oil and gas industry. And uh, the things he's being taught, I'll just be honest with you, are not true. Yeah. And uh, what's he being taught, Wayne? He was—he's being taught about our industry and the fact that, like, we're destroying the earth. We're destroying the earth, and the fact that these things like solar and wind can just—I mean—pick uh, right up, pick or, right up, yeah, and take care of all the energy needs of our company, uh, our okay. country. And they can't. And they mm-hmm. cannot. Not was, even close. And uh, I started explaining to him about. Uh, everything that the oil and gas industry provides as far as products. And he had no clue because he hadn't been taught that your automobiles, the parts in your automobiles, the parts in your house, uh, the plastics, all of this kind of stuff uh, is it's not j- replaceable. <laughs> the windmills? <laughs> <That's> <laughs> yeah. 
<laughs> yeah, I mean, and again, there's a there's a place for that, you know, for renewables, absolutely. Oh but, yeah, but until they can replace, I mean, we, I mean, the, our world ha- is are we're just enormous energy consumers as as a species, and until we can feed that that demand with uh, renewables, which we can't do right now, we we need to rely on still need to rely on fossil fuels, but. Uh, Oh boy! Now we get political. Oh so boy! Let's play. be Maybe careful. We back away from that. Get, go back <laughs> to the market. Yeah. But yeah, yeah so uh, you know, there's we don't want to spend too much time here speaking about the market because there's just not a whole lot to talk about. We not much at all. Yeah, things are a lot slower. Um, seem to have a lot more time on your hands to think about <laughs> different well, things. Well, and, and put yourself in our outside sales guy's shoes. Oh yeah. I mean, those are high energy, outgoing people who love to get up and get going, chase down business, go see customers, have breakfast, have lunch, you know, do what it takes to get an order, and they're stuck at home, not yeah. able to go visit customers. And Customers uh, are shut down. Their offices are shut their down. Their offices are well, shut I mean, down, our, just like ours. ours. We ours can't see down. our vendors. Yeah, ours are shut down to employees only, and uh, we're open right now on a on a voluntary basis. Right. Um, we're trying to accommodate anybody that wants to stay home that doesn't feel comfortable coming into the office. Um which I can understand, um, but what you know? And so, what does the future look like on with regards to how how companies are going to do it? I mean, we've heard from one of our customers. Um, we won't name any names, but yep. Gene and I had a, a meeting with uh, one of our customers. We had to do it on a, at a lunch meeting, yeah, away from the office because his office was closed. And I think uh, he was saying he had a, a very large office space um, in the town that he was in, and he's looking about thinking about ten cent sending most of his employees to work at home because he can do that and he'll reduce his footprint down to like a 10 office mm-hmm. executive suite he was shocked at how efficient that they actually were during the lockdown yeah i mean he's older guy like me yeah and uh did not think that, it, that he thought it was going to be a mess yeah that they would lose all productivity and everything because they weren't communicating and he has been pleasantly surprised at how efficient the company has run during this time. Yeah. The only question that might always pops up into my mind is, are we really being efficient or are we just not have much to do? Because quite yeah. frankly, it is slower. our workload has gotten a yeah. lot smaller. So I'm sure that's part of it. Yeah. I mean, if it's, and it'll be interesting to see that going forward, if things recover, come back to normal, um, normal levels, if you can continue to run a company with yeah. most of your employees working from home remains to be seen i mean it's wouldn't want to be a commercial real estate guy yeah it's interesting uh a pandemic like this if it happened you know 15 years ago 10 years ago um i don't really know how it would have played out because mm-hmm. we've been doing a lot of meetings on teams and right. webex and all those kinds of things uh electronically um you didn't have that opportunity as much or you didn't have the capability. Um, Had a, could do a conference call, and that's about it. Yeah, I guess they did have video conferencing, but it wasn't as, as seamless as it, yeah. it is now. So, yeah, it'll be interesting to see what happens in the future. This, this thing, this this year, 2020, will go down in history as a uh, as one of those years that everybody looks back on and says, golly, do you remember what it was like before 2020? <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> What about consolidation? You think we're going to see more and more of that uh, coming in the next I six to nine be, months? I think it's going to be necessary. And, and uh, as we're consolidating with uh, a, another company, with uh, Champions Cinco, 
uh, Pipe and Supply, which is another um, very uh, 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 OCTG distributor that has a long and storied history and good reputation. So we'll be one company. Uh, I think you'll see more of that going forward. I, I haven't heard a lot about uh, a lot about it on the mills except for the Tenaris Ipsco. Right. Uh, I'm kind of surprised about that. I think the mills are going to have to. There's going to have to be some consolidation on the manufacturing side too. Uh, you know, on the end user side, I I don't know what that looks like. Um, we're not we're not hearing. You'd be you would think you'd hear a lot about uh, a lot of M and A activity um, because of some distressed assets, maybe, or but you're just not hearing about that. Uh, so it's none. A, but I think it has to happen. If, yeah. if the rig counts, if if we're going to live in a you know a, a rig count of four hundred to five hundred, if we're living in that world, yeah, there has to have has to be consolidation. So, uh, but you know, who knows what's like I said, a crystal ball is pretty cloudy right mm-hmm. now. Yes, we, it is. Every downturn's different, isn't it, Gene? This one was unbelievable. Yeah, <laughs> and quick. Yeah, I mean, yeah. I Just lived through the eighties, as you did, you Wayne. Aren't you glad you got to be a part of this one, too? Oh, yeah. Well, I made it. <laughs> <laughs> That's a home run. I'm still here. made it through the 80s, and you made it through this one. Yep. Yeah. And uh, this one went just way quicker. and It's uh, just different. Yeah. Absolutely different. Yeah, it sure is. Well, that's uh, that's probably enough for today. I mean, we can hopefully next time we do this, maybe we'll have some, Good some news. better news. Yeah. But uh, So, again, thanks, everybody, for joining us on I Don't Know About That, and we'll catch you next time. Bye-bye. Thank you.